For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Eden Tashoma. You're listening to Daybreak. Today we cover Eisgruber's 10-year anniversary as university president, Bed Bath & Beyond's bankruptcy, and major shifts at Fox News and CNN. It's Tuesday, April 25th. Last Friday marked the 10th anniversary since Eisgruber's election as Princeton's president in 2013. His tenure has been marked by highs and lows, including one of the largest expansions of financial aid in the university's history. Today, I sat down with assistant news editor and daybreak writer Bridget O'Neill to recap his tenure. My name is Bridget O'Neill. I'm class of 2026, and I am an assistant editor for the news section of the Daily Princetonian. So you have a piece out today about Eisgruber's 10th anniversary as university president. Um, What are the two biggest takeaways that you got from that? So I think the biggest takeaways from the piece are definitely Eisgruber's commitment to increasing accessibility to Princeton. For example, more recently, the full financial aid requirement has increased to a yearly income of $100,000, which now means that I believe 25% of students at the university will receive full financial aid. So that's a more recent development. Another big goal of his was increasing the student body to have an increase by 500 students, so 125 per class, and to also reintroduce the transfer program for the first time since 1990. And that includes low-income students who have already begun their college careers in community colleges, for example, and military veterans. So just the goal of making Princeton more accessible. And he's even gone to the lengths of lawsuits against our government. For example, he and Microsoft and an alumni of Princeton went all the way to federal court in support of DACA after Trump's administration got rid of the program. And they ultimately won that case. And It just allowed students protected under DACA to continue attending universities like Princeton. So he's always shown that commitment to increasing Princeton's accessibility, which I think is a trend. And what do students think about Eisgruber as university president? I think the biggest criticism from students has to be his engagement with the student body. He, unlike President Tillman, who served before him, is not as willing to speak directly with students and student organizations. Most recently with Divest Princeton, their leaders have said that he's been repeatedly unwilling to speak with them. Hannah Reynolds, one of the old organizers of divestment who graduated last year, said that, you know, she repeatedly asked President Eisgruber to meet and he repeatedly maintained that he had no influence over the decision to divest and was unwilling to meet, which she feels was very misleading, especially because he does have an important role in the board of trustees and their decisions. So that's been a big issue between him and students. And more recently, the mental health topic has been a big point of contention between him and the student body. A lot of people feel like their voices aren't being heard, especially on the issue of mental health, and a lot of his comments to the prince have been very insensitive, and I think that's been a huge point of disconnect between him and the student body. You can read more about Eisgruber's 10 years at dailyprincetony.com or at the link in the description. And campus news, yesterday the university named the valedictorian and salutatorian for the class of 2023. Alexa Milovic, a math major from Belgrade, Serbia, has been selected as valedictorian 
valedictorian, and Annabelle Duval, a history major from Rhinebeck, New York, has been selected as salutatorian. Throughout his four years, Milovic has won the Class of 1939 Scholar Prize, awarded to the student with the highest academic standing at the end of their junior year, the Andrew H. Brown Prize, awarded to outstanding juniors in mathematics, the Shapiro Prize for Academic Excellence, twice, and the Freshman First Honor Prize. After graduation, he will be attending ETH Zurich to pursue a PhD in combinatorics. During Duval's time at Princeton, she has been awarded the Shapiro Prize for Academic Excellence, the William Corrin Jr. Memorial Prize in History, and the Stone Davis Prize Fellowship for her senior thesis. After graduation, she will be working as a paralegal at the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of New York in the Environmental Justice and Enforcement Section. Before college move-in, you may have fond memories of stopping by Bed Bath & Beyond for all of your dorm room needs. Yesterday, shares in the company plunged by 25% after they announced bankruptcy on Sunday. Experts attribute Bed Bath & Beyond's decline to Americans' lowered spending from soaring inflation and stiff competition from retail rivals like TJ Maxx and Target. The company has begun a liquidation sale under its Chapter 11 bankruptcy filing to sell off some to all of its assets. Yesterday, Fox News announced that it was cutting ties with Tucker Carlson, the channel's most popular primetime host. The departure was framed as mutual, though the decision came less than a week after Fox agreed to pay $787.5 million to settle the defamation lawsuit brought against them by Dominion Voting Systems. Carlson has held his primetime show slot since 2016, months after former President Donald Trump's upset victory in the election. According to reporting from the New York Times, Carlson was not given a heads up that his time at the network was coming to an end. Fox News was not the only network to oust a host. Longtime anchor Don Lemon was ousted from CNN after 17 years at the network. According to a tweet posted by Lemon, he was not warned by the management of CNN in advance of his exit. As of late, Lemon has been hosting CNN This Morning, a new program by CNN's newest CEO, Chris Licht. Expect partly cloudy skies with a high of 60 and a low of 38 in the early morning. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Connor Kim and me, sound engineered by Isabel Jacobson, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Eden Tashoma. Have a wonderful day.